0: Hi everyone! Today you're tuning in with me, Janice Tan, on our In Conversation with series. Joining us today is Raushida Vasawala, General Manager at Celtra Asia-Pacific. A leader in the creative solutions software space, Celtra built its products as early as 2006, cementing its position as a front-runner in the creative automation space. To date, the company has remained passionate in its drive to enable creativity at scale across enterprise businesses, media, and agencies. Enterprises such as Adidas, Unilever, Spotify, and Vice have turned to Celtra to scale marketing and advertising creativity. Rashida will be talking about how brands can power creative transformation, the pressures creative teams face, and what role technology plays in setting a creative team up for success. Thanks for joining us, Rashida. How are you?
1: I'm doing great. Thank you, Janice. Thank you for having me on this podcast.
0: Could you tell us a bit about yourself and what you do at Celtra?
1: Yeah, sure. So, like you said, I'm the general manager uh, at Celtra. I'm also a mother of two twins, uh, which is nearly a full time job currently with working from home. Um, and um, uh, at Celtra, basically, I run the Asia-Pacific business. So Seltra has got two distinct solutions, creative enablement software, which is primarily for publishers as well as uh, media providers. And the other solution is creative automation software, which is more of an omni-channel approach for brands who are looking to create uh, brand consistency uh, through creatives.
0: Okay, so to start us off, could you tell us what are some of the pressures and challenges you see brands facing when it comes to producing creative assets?
1: From a team standpoint, it's usually the deadlines that they need to meet, right? And how to produce these ads quickly with least amount of errors and effort involved. So that's that's the pressure and it's been there forever. I think the challenges uh, that brands face right now when it comes to creating the assets, it's I would say that it's uh, it's twofold. The first problem would be just the manual ways of working. Right. The design tools that are currently used are primarily for design purpose. But uh, these tools are also used for adaptation purpose. And because everything is offline, uh, everything is done quite manually, which is super laborious. Uh, So adaptations are not really meant to be done in a manual fashion because it takes up a lot of time and then uh, different teams collaborating through multiple different challenges when it comes to doing the review, approval, the commenting, all of that, that back and forth eats up into the designer's time as well. And then the same thing applies for distribution also. So every aspect of the creative production lifecycle today is highly, highly manual. And this really comes in the way of a marketer uh, when they are trying to do different things and newer things at a much faster pace. Uh, The other problem is the mindset itself. It's just simply the reluctance to change. There are marketeers or at the leader top management level where they see the North Star and they want the whole team to go along and to adopt uh, a solution that will help them to achieve that speed at the speed of culture. But uh, this doesn't happen very quickly and it doesn't happen as seamlessly as you know as leaders would want it to. So uh, that shift in mindset is something that a lot of uh, brands or marketeers grapple with. And oftentimes we see that the what is very well defined. Um, I'm talking mm-hmm. about the problem statement. So when I say what it means, the strategy, the message, the concept or the visual, but when it comes to the how, that is completely neglected. So while everything else is in order, how efficiently is the campaign being executed, especially the whole creative production lifecycle? How is that done? Are we really looking at solving those pain points of the designers that you that will help you to get your campaign out of the door quickly? So these are the challenges. But yeah, I would kind of boil it down to just uh, the two M's, the manual ways of working and, and the mindset.
0: Well said. You know, in this fast-paced world, brands are constantly required to keep up with trends and produce plenty of content also. So this means that the manual ways of working are no longer as efficient anymore, as you've said. And this certainly brings about the need for creative automation and transformation. How would you define creative transformation and why is this so important for brands today?
1: Right. So creative transformation is nothing else but the adoption of creative automation software uh, by brands and marketers into their online marketing activity and the whole production process with the vision to actually drive growth. And of course, in alignment with their teams. So most brands are working with either uh, marketplaces or then they have their own brand commerce or channels or website uh, with so much noise online, uh, marketers actually struggle to stand out or make the brand stand out. And in order to be able to cut through the clutter, they need to create their own unique brand voice. So resorting to lowest common denominator in the form of doing generic ads or poor quality of ads or even inconsistent ads might end up being very, uh, it might prove to be very expensive to the business. And this can be seen, you know, when, uh, you are paying a lot more, like the cost of acquisition is very, very high, or then the engagement is very poor, or the CTR is as simple as that is very low. Um, and then in ad- addition to that, studies have also shown that 75% of ad campaign credibility actually comes from design. So the same applies for ad creatives also. And in order to be able to meet the consumer needs, uh, ads need to be very relevant. They need to be refreshed from time to time, Mm. which means uh, production teams need to produce higher volumes of ads. uh, And they need to be uh, of high quality and created at a much faster speed. So manual ways of producing ads won't support that strategy. And hence, creative transformation is imperative if you really want to stay ahead of the game. There are many ads out there in this age, right? I
0: mean, from upper to lower funnel what advice do you have for brands that are struggling to create a consistent brand voice in their advertising?
1: basically, you know, if we see right now, the brand awareness campaigns are really visually very appealing. And that's what creates the whole brand equity. Uh, But the moment, you know, you see the same brand um, or the same campaign that is, uh, you know, down the funnel, when you start seeing these Uh, performance campaign. The creatives are not uh, on par with the brand awareness campaign. Uh, It's very, very run-of-the-mill or the ads are super generic. Uh, The branding is not as strong. So uh, brands that we work with uh, who are using creative automation software are actually harmonizing the whole funnel when it comes to the experiences that they are creating, which means Mm. ensuring that that brand equity stays as strong as it is in the uh, upper funnel activities. So creatives are a lot more enriched in Mm. even regular, you know, uh, the product catalogs that you usually see on, uh, on Facebook, so or on, you know, Google Shopping, etc. So Uh, gone are the days where you can make do with all those drab looking ads with just a plain background with a product shot and a message and a call to action Mm. Uh, by enriching your creatives in your performance campaign actually helps in you know reducing the cost per acquisition and increasing the consumer engagement also and plus you you know you drive a much higher ROAS as well so what are brands doing differently in order to stay ahead of the game? Or you know, they are basically ensuring that creatives are harmonious across the entire uh, funnel.
0: What are some common factors holding marketers back from wanting to change and um, you know, just improve in terms of creative automation and transformation?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's the same old uh, thing when it comes to uh, automation adoption, right? It's the early adopters versus the laggards. What is holding them back is the risk aversion um, mm-hmm. because they don't want to be the first ones to try out. Mm-hmm. But uh, now, you know, this we've, we've been in this, um, we've been market leaders in this category, and we have seen successful adoption by a lot of brands. So I think it's time, and we are already seeing that that a lot of brands are actually putting a thought on. Uh, ensuring that uh, they find a way to start changing their ways of working. The other reason that is holding them back is I think just the way the teams operate. So sometimes the org- organizational setup is very, very fragmented mm. and uh, going through a transformation also means consolidating or in finding better ways of collaboration. So, there is a. There are two factors, right? One is uh, the platform usage and how quickly they can get up to speed uh, with the platform. But the second is that how quickly are different teams already, you know, automation ready where, uh, with that mindset to start collaborating with each other. So moving from the old ways of working to now working with the new a new software, which um, you know, paves way to creating more bandwidth. I think it's the uh, leadership's role to basically show that true North Star, which is is not happening at the moment. So I think there's a bit of that lack of alignment where Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of designers are coerced into using a new software without having the rationale of why they are bringing about that change. Why is this creative transformation necessary and where will it take them? Where do they want to be? Mm. So that's the missing piece in the puzzle. Given how the marketing landscape is evolving,
0: marketers also need to change their ways of producing creative content, right? We see a lot of issues such as burnout or churning of content as a result. How do products such as yours
1: help with that, Rashida? Yeah, this is a very good question because um, this is where actually creative automation helps. Now, it doesn't matter how... um, big or how lean the team is, Uh, the goal uh, or the problem statement needs to be defined. How much volume Mm -hmm. is required and at what speed it is required and what are the different things that you want to achieve once you have gotten that speed? Do you want to do more uh, testing? Do you want to create more variety or, you know, uh, what are the other kind of, are there more products that need to be included? Uh, Are there more partnerships? Like I'm talking about marketplaces that want to bring in more partners and when they are advertising, they want to include all of that. So uh, these are the things that that are important. So how does creative automation software help? First, it helps in the uh, sheer speed of production. Mm. Uh, And uh, it really eliminates a lot of human error most of the times because it prompts uh so scaling is a lot easier plus you want to do different types of formats and stuff right and you want to do so many different sizes and uh, you know most of the designers without uh, really um, speaking much about it they actually end up spending 70 percent of their time on doing these adaptations Mm. so this is where the platform actually comes into play it eliminates that whole manual process plus the production is done a lot more at speed that separates the content from the design so you're creating so much more bandwidth for the designers to be able to do more and then there are other areas which are equally important when it comes to the review and approval sometimes everything else is ready, but creatives are not because they are not approved. And that's also because of the sheer volume of ads and the brand manager, the content manager, the project manager, and the designer, all four of them are trying to consolidate everybody's feedback, Mm -hmm. put it all together. And it's all done through different channels. Like right now, because most people are working from home. uh, We've spoken to a lot of um, design teams and they said, yeah, we get comments via WhatsApp. We get comments via Slack. Sometimes it's over calls and sometimes it's via email. So can you imagine the designer's plight? Like it's so crazy to just consolidate everyone's feedback and put it all together and then reach to a general consensus, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, so this is where the platform also helps. It helps in easy collaboration where you can do the review, approval, the commenting all in one place. Mm -hmm. And finally, even there's a bit of a respite for the media team as well with... Uh, the distribution angle. So we have integrations with different channels. Uh, you know, these API integrations help in pushing the ads directly into these channels. So retrafficking, which is sometimes a nightmare for design, uh, for designers as well as for for the media uh, or the campaign manager, uh, it eliminates that as well. So uh, overall, the entire life cycle is a lot more streamlined.
0: Okay, so we talked about the advantages of your products on creative teams, but let's look at things from a general perspective, shall we? From a macro perspective, what role does creative automation play when it comes to setting up a creative team for success?
1: So um, creative automation helps in uh, getting the designers to think uh, about the larger picture, right? It just Mm -hmm. brings the marketer a lot more closer, to uh, what is required to be achieved. So uh, with with the help of our team, of course, we we, uh, provide all these best practices, but we speak about creating these modular templates that are easily scalable. Sometimes, you know, when you're working manually, you can do everything bespoke. But when you are using a creative automation software, it helps you to start thinking differently. Mm-hmm. It helps you to be a little more creative. So when you are doing, when you are building these key visuals, how can you make these key visuals that are scalable? And so you will get a lot more uh, bandwidth to do uh, a lot more testing or create even more variety. Why just stick to one type of creative when you can test more? Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, it it helps in creative teams to do a lot more uh, or focus a lot more on the design and craft and do more meaningful stuff. And this again goes back to the burnout question that you asked me earlier, that burnout is not really just working hard, but it also comes in the form of doing meaningless job. And like I said earlier, you know, designers spend anywhere between 60 to 70% of their time in adaptation. So if that is taken away and they are minimizing that manual work, the quality of design will be a lot richer they are upskilling themselves and that also means it gives a, uh, it's a win win for both the marketer as well mm. as for the design team
0: what about your clients we know that celtra works with various brands such as unilever adidas tripadvisor and spotify how receptive are your clients and their c suite when it comes to investing in creative and automation
1: the uptake has been great again it depends from brand to brand some brands uh, come to us with the dire need of solving the problem because there is, a, there is an issue there where, you know, Adidas wanted to do a lot more of personalization and they realized that it, would, it is almost impossible to do it even if they have huge uh, creative agencies involved. So it's not manual uh, way of working that would help. I think that that vision has been very, very clear with all these brands and therefore they have been successfully been able to lead their teams, including their agencies to come on board and use the platform Uh, Efficiently to produce those effective results Uh, and we're seeing the same thing over here in the region, I think it's a matter of getting to that stage where they start feeling the pain points and right now with media spends shifting so much from traditional to online and that's not going to change in the near future. Uh, there is a lot of pressure on creating a lot of that content. And, mm-hmm. you know, we we spoke about it all. So, yeah, I mean, uh, the, there is a lot, the receptivity has gone quite high, even in, in uh, you know, emerging markets in APAC.
0: We talked about that mindset shift earlier, and there might still be individuals out there who are skeptical about creative automation. So... What are some common misconceptions people have about creative automation?
1: I think one of the most uh, common misconceptions of uh, creative automation software is that, you know, it's a replacement of a design tool. Mm. So we have to consistently educate them that uh, it's not to replace your design software. Design tools are made for your ideas to come to life. And then a creative automation software is actually to bring in operational efficiency, which means all the mundane work that is involved in the production of these ads, that's what creative automation takes care of. So that is one of the things. Um, you know, the, the other thing is that um, when they are thinking of um, trying out a creative automation software, mm. they think that it can be done within like a week's trial. This has been an ongoing thing. Uh, We have to keep two things in mind. There are people who are using this software. So it's not just about assessing the software, but also um, giving that gestational time to your team to be able to learn and then deliver on that platform. And that Mm. takes time. It's not magic. So it cannot be the software's fault, but it is rather are you giving that kind of bandwidth or are you dedicating, are you able to dedicate a team and that time for them to learn the platform and then start building there? Because the way of working is changing and it's, Mm. you know, it's people behind the software who are actually making that change. So you need to give that time. Uh, And I think this is something where there's a bit of a gap in the industry where they, think it's the creative automation software that will magically just change everything. It's mm-hmm. not like that. Yeah. You're, you need to set it up. You feed it with the right amount of information. In this case, you set it up, you create those key visuals, which are scalable. And then based on that, then you will be able to achieve that volume uh, with that quality and the speed that you want.
0: You spoke about building a dedicated team and giving them time to learn the processes, right? How long do brands usually have to wait before they start seeing results of the efficiency of the creative automation and transformation?
1: So in order to start seeing results of the efficiency, it happens after like at month six or after six months. That's the bare, bare minimum that you give to your team and for the business to start seeing the ROI otherwise if you are trying out just one campaign yeah you can definitely see the speed of the adaptation but how do you see it as an investment so in you see the returns of an investment uh, that is done over a period of time uh, that expectation has to has to change and in order for that to happen you need to give it time
0: what do you think the future holds for creative automation
1: i think there's a, there's a lot of um, uh, exciting stuff that's, uh, that's there within the creative automation space. I think one of the most, uh, important things right now is like, how can we, uh, create a more intelligent, uh, way of, or an intuitive way of understanding how these designs are. There have been a lot of new features that we've introduced. I think one of the other things that are coming up, which would be of great interest to a marketer would be, um, Effectiveness of these creatives, which has worked, which has not. So right now we are we are working uh, with a couple of brands, uh, and the platform is in alpha mode. But it, it, soon enough, you know, when all the dots are joined, we this will be something that will help. So we are already uh, producing uh, or helping brands to produce uh, ads for A/B testing and stuff. And uh, soon enough, they will start. Uh, seeing insights into actually which creative has worked and which doesn't.
0: Thank you for tuning in. To find out more about Celtra's services, visit celtra.com for more information. For the second year running, Celtra is the title sponsor for the Social Commerce theme under Marketing Interactive's upcoming Digital Marketing Asia conference. Held from the 9th to 25th November. The conference will touch on the upcoming trends and technologies in the world of digital. Find out more at www.marketing-interactive.com Want to have your story told? Reach out to us via the contact page at www.marketing-interactive.com